Hey everybody, I'm Perry and this is my bourbon podcast. Welcome back for another week. Super excited to have you all here. And I have a couple of special guests <laughs> on the show this week as well. Uh, it's the Bourbon Boys. <laughs> it's Chad and Tyler. What's up, guys? What's going on? Fantastic to be here, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Welcome on to the show. Yeah, uh, um, Chad told me not to laugh too much or else I might get in trouble with some some distilleries. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to be careful about that. Uh, I think we're just going to jump pretty much right into it. So here, here's how this is going to go. This episode is actually going to be the first of a two-part um, crossover episode is what we were kind of calling it, Yeah. right? So uh, after you finish this episode, head over to Chad's uh, uh, feed at the Bourbon Boys podcast, and you can check out part two where we're going to be doing a Four Roses. Are, are they all different They're recipes? All, there's uh, between the 10, there's all 10 recipes in these samples. Holy crap. Okay. So we're great. supposed to decide what we think it is <laughs> and score it. All right, great. So, so we're going to do a Four Roses Blind sample set uh, uh, over on the Bourbon Boys podcast. But before we do that, I brought good stuff. And, uh, Everybody always says that. <laughs> oh, by the way, I brought you a little gift. Oh, it's nothing much, but thanks. it's a little... Uh, uh, airplane bottle. It's literally a special reserve. Gift. Yeah, <laughs> that's better than nothing. <laughs> I, I've been finding a. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, so uh, we have a we, we have brought a you a little gift. Yeah, we have a a, a wax top uh, mini from Bourbon Thirty that's uh, super unique. So yeah, no kidding, dude. That is so cool. Yeah, dig it, dig it, man. Um, so everything that I brought tonight is all stuff that's been released this year, mm-hmm. so 2018, and uh, I fit. Some of them I've not been super enthused by. <laughs> Some of them I've really liked. But uh, I wanted to go ahead and start this off with one that I did really like, and it's the Wilderness Trail uh, Bottled and Bond. Um, this was from Barrel B. Uh, so the second release from They're really this deep year. into their barrels are already to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, the progression. Yeah, <laughs> they've they've got um. I think I just came out, um, recently too. Um, Next is so, going to be LMNOP. Yeah. <laughs> so they're working their way through it, but I just wanted to um, you know, kind of do something fun and different and uh, talk about some of the releases that that came out this year and. You're going to pour that in your glass? Or? I am, and I just want to say that Wilderness Trail is a, a super unique thing to throw into all this because uh, they people are starting to talk about it, and it's a brand brand new distillery, and, and you know they're putting out uh, some decent juice. So this is this is, you know this will be my first time trying it, so this is awesome. awesome. Thank you for pulling that Great. out. Yeah, of course, of course. I've been wanting to try it myself. Yep. And Tyler almost spilled it already. Yeah, there's a guy in BB&T too who used to work there. Uh, for a while, so I got to talk to him about his process working there and, and the juice that they're uh, distilling and whatnot. So mm-hmm. this is awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 super excited to try this. Sweet. So we've had this before on the show, of course. This is a single barrel, as I said before. It's bottled in a bond. This is their f- one of their first releases from Wilderness Trail. It's their own juice, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, four year old product, and yeah, barreled in uh, uh, 2014. What do you guys think about the nose on it? I've always gotten like a honey. Yeah, you definitely get it. a lot of sweetness, but yeah. you c- I could smell a lot of, well, not a lot, but I could definitely smell, smell a little youth on it. Yeah. I will say there's not a whole lot la- there, but what I do smell is sweet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Little corn. 
Just a bit, not not too yeah, much, not, I would say. Lot, but yeah. yeah, it's not overpowering. Almost like a nice cornbread. <laughs> Love cornbread. The palate, though, yeah. it is it is a little young, but I think that it's so well balanced. I think that it has so much flavor to it that it it's like it almost doesn't even matter. Yeah, you know. So where where some of the youth shines through? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I really didn't even get a whole lot of youth on it at the beginning. The palette right at the beginning, and then it kind of goes away. And it's got a lot. It's got a pretty nice lingering finish too, which you don't normally get in a younger I th- whiskey. I honestly think what you just said is what makes this whiskey. I think right off the nose, you say, "Wow, there's not a whole lot going there." And then as soon as it hit my tongue and it, the, the the front, I was like, "Uh," but then <laughs> seriously, but then kind of the mid palate. And in the finish, I was like, okay, it's developing. This is, this is a little bit better of a whiskey. Yeah, for sure. I, I really do like the finish on it, too. Yeah. It's nice and that long. That's the best um, part of it. The, the Kentucky Hug is really intense, too, which I, I'm enjoying quite a bit. But this was, I think, the first craft bourbon that I had had from this year where I was really like, wow, these guys are doing a lot of things right. Mm-hmm. And are continuing to do a lot of things right. They just uh, released, I think, their small batch version of their bottled and bond product. They had a rye that just came out too, which is supposed to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But huge shout out to everybody over at uh, Wilderness Trail there. Definitely, they're doing yeah. it right. Yeah, they definitely. I've heard nothing but positive things so far when I've heard people talk about it. And uh, now tasting it, it's actually really good. So yeah, let's say. They're on the right track. Yeah, yeah it, shows, it shows signs for the future, for sure. Definitely, and that's kind of the one thing that we've been saying since we first tried it is, I wonder what this is going to be like mm-hmm. in a couple of years with a little bit more age to it. But, I mean, because if it's this good now, mm-hmm. it's bound to be <laughs> yeah. really good. You'd think so. In a couple of years. But you hope so, at yeah. the very least. But I remember they were at... Uh, the brew or the beer fest in Lexington. Mm-hmm. They came one of the first few years, and I think they had brandy at that point or vodka. I can't remember what it was. Okay. Yeah. It was one of those get something out there so I can make some money. Right. Yeah. Like what Castle and Keys do. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good pour. You guys want to move on to the yeah. to Let's second? Do so this is semi craft. And one that we actually just recently reviewed on the show. I don't know if you guys had this yet Mm-mm. or not. But um, oh, so this is the old. That. Yeah, of course. This is the old Ezra Barrel Proof. It's 117, seven years old. And uh, yeah, I, I don't want to talk too much about my, my feelings on it before we get into it. But um, Tyler has to rotate his cups. <laughs> you got to move over to the paper cup. That's not coffee in there. <laughs> I guess we should point out that we're recording in a hotel room. Yeah, it's very, it's very exotic. Which <laughs> doesn't sound sketchy at all. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Nothing like recording in front of a 14-inch flat screen. <laughs> at least it's got internet Thank TV. You, You're welcome. Do you want to pass, pass the bottle on yeah, down there, Tyler? I mean, I know you've had a little bit today, but yeah, oh, just a hair. <laughs> just a hair. So, again, this is from Luxrow Distillers. Uh, this is, of course, a barrel-proof expression of their um, oh, seven-year 101 product. And uh, $40 a bottle. 
which mm -hmm. you're not really going to find too much out there with, with barrel-proof products anymore. But everything that I get every time I go back to this bourbon is exactly what I got the first time that I reviewed it. Consistency. Nice. I guess so. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's nice that it's consistent, but at the same time, like, I, I've always kind of been left wanting a little bit more okay. from okay. it. It's definitely got a syrupy, sweet nose. Uh -huh. I've identified it, identified it rather, uh, multiple times as a flat cherry cola. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I never have cherry cola around my house long enough for it to get flat. <laughs> a lot of Willet barrels that have that cola flavor to it that people go crazy for. So, I, but see, there's there's nothing. It's, it's a it's, it's a not a cola. good yeah. It's not yeah. a good cola. Okay. To it on the nose. It's a big K, uh, uh, Jerry Cola. Yeah, <laughs> diet, diet right, diet right. Diet, don't you talk shit about diet right? It's delicious. It's well, no. Yeah, uh, you're, he's the Chad loves diet. It's no Coke. cheer wine. Cherry wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I I just yeah, I, see that face right there that you just made, Chad. Yeah. You just made the like. I'm not sure about this face. It Doesn't taste like seven year. It's, no, it doesn't, and yeah. it doesn't really taste like 117 proof either. But like, there's mm. just. I just am I'm constantly left going. Wanting more. Wanting more. What's next? Yeah. What's more? Yeah. And nothing yeah, comes bland. through. It's kind of frustrating for it's, me. It's bland. I can. I can. I, I, I'll, the only thing I'll disagree with you about is uh, as soon as it hit my tongue, I thought uh, the one one seventeen proof kind of matched up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, you, everything else you've said is spot on. It, it, it doesn't. It leaves you wanting more. It's a little bland. Um, I was actually hoping more from this bottle, to be 100% honest with you. Oh, I was, too. I, I, I definitely was. I like I, – I don't know that I love it, but it's, it leaves you a little lacking in the middle. But in the, in the tip of my tongue and in the back, I, I caught a little bit of the sweetness and the – it was good. But when you only get that, that's not really a, a great – you need to have the whole thing if you're going to have it. Yeah, and it, it does kind of seem like somebody took – bits and pieces mm, yeah. from good things and threw them in a, a whiskey that it's almost like it was flavored. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just seems like something got taken out or wasn't there it, when they it, first tried it. It tastes like a funky barrel at Bourbon 30 is what it tastes like. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. It tastes like one of those funky barrels at Bourbon 30. That's what's a, what's Bourbon, Bourbon 30's uh, age on their barrels up to now? Because it was at one point like a couple months. That's not the year. same stuff that no. they used at first. Good. He's he's uh, sourcing all his stuff now. So I think he said Good. pretty much, <laughs> I, I, I want to say that he said his youngest is eight years that he's got in the distillery right Dang. now. Dang. So I think, I think I would, that's what Jeff said. Yeah. So a lot of times you take what Jeff says with a grain of salt, but. I'd say six or anywhere from years. six to eight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is the majority of what he has right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, good because I mean, for for a while. Yeah. Well, my my buddy Ben Pickett uh, went on the uh, the Beast Pick with us, and his yeah. main thing was he went to a, a tasting or a, something they had really early on when they first started. And you and I and everybody else knows when when Burberry Thirty hit the shelf, it was garbage. No so good. Bad. No so good. And it was it was like two month old finished product. 
But I think he figured out that wasn't going to work. Yeah. So now he's got older barrels in there. Good. And they're still finished. But well, I'm I'm going to see them here soon. All so good. that's you should. It's good to hear. One hundred percent, you should absolutely. No, I'm I'm actually uh, doing an episode from there. Well, too. he he, he so. knows his he knows his stuff, and you know his lineage, <laughs> his lineage goes back. Uh, very, I'll make sure long. that he doesn't share anything on your podcast that he didn't already say on mine. <laughs> right. I'll I'll listen through to yours just to just to make sure. He's done two with me so far. Oh, has he? Yeah. Nice. Nice. It was supposed to be a third, but he didn't show up. <laughs> you, you never know what you get. You just, uh, yes, you just don't. You don't. It's bourbon 30 somewhere. Get. Yeah. That's it's right. always bourbon 30. I think that's the slogan. You're, you're, you're spot <laughs> yeah. on, Perry. And if it's not, <laughs> he'll make it. Have it. It's yours. <laughs> so uh, next pour. Mm. Uh, is the Bellmead Cast Strength Reserve. Uh, okay. Nice. I'd love to try have you, so you guys haven't had this one either? Well, I mean, I doubt that specific barrel. Is this, is this a single barrel? <laughs> no, uh, it's the reserve, so it's okay, batch. It's yeah, and it's okay. batch well, nine, right? Proof. I'm, I'm down for that. Do I need to open every bottle yeah, for you? Yeah, can you please do that? <laughs> My goodness, I, I want you to do something. This is, was kind of a, um, a sleeper for me mm-hmm. this year in, like, the best of... 2018 and it's kind of creeping its way up towards being you know a, a, a strong competitor with everything that's come out this year um Bell tends to do pretty good stuff yeah although i can't get it up in wisconsin so i haven't had a barrel of it or a bottle of it in a while yeah i would, I would say uh with bell mead they haven't really mastered the consistency but what they've done is they put out some really fire barrels yeah so, they, so absolutely they they put out a lot of stuff that people don't really care for but they've Put out some stuff that people are like, "Wow, this stu- this yeah, is exactly." One of the best MGP barrels I've ever tried. So it really gives them still that recognition in, in, in that respect. Yeah, I really want to. I really want to try that uh, Cork Dorks. I think it was an XO finished Sherry Cast, but it was like a oh, yeah. twenty bucks. I was like, I ain't, I ain't messing <laughs> with that. That's the only thing. The the price of entry is a little rough for me at one hundred and twenty bucks. What's What's your ceiling then on? Uh, on purchases. Good question. It, it really, question. it really depends. It really depends on what it is, how much I want it. I mean, max I'll spend on a bottle is 150. Yeah, that's just. Right. I don't feel like anything that I can buy is going to be worth 150 dollars to me. That's why I think Kentucky Owl messed up by making their new one 180, 190. <laughs> but if they would have made it 150, I was like, I probably would have got one. Sure. Because I got an Owl one. Yeah, I like it. Oh wow, man. So my Owl. Rye batch one. Oh, okay. I thought you. Were, I thought you had a bourbon. Batch I have. One from I have had it, but I sold it as soon as I got it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've had. I think I've owned at some time for whatever amount of time at least. What are they up to eight now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight. I yeah. think I've owned six of the eight. Nice. And eight I, was really good. And I drank. I liked some. I drank two, not number two, but two of them. Yeah. Two of the single barrels. That, I really like the ones when they did the single barrel, the three different ones at the yeah. same time. How, how much of your stuff do you kind of keep around? <sighs> Depends on what it is. I've got about 40 bottles of sealed Smooth Ambler. That <laughs> uh, those are like my – that's like my nest egg if I ever if I ever need to get a new car or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of the stuff now, I get mostly store picks, and I almost immediately open it up, especially a lot of 1792 foolproof picks. So I, I – do you just kind of feel like you're at the point where you've had enough of everything to where you don't have to get like just a bottle of Turkey 101 or just a regular bottle of Buffalo Trace? Or? I can't. Uh, well, I get uh, Buffalo Trace single barrels yeah. as my go to mixer. He loves yeah. BT picks. Yeah. But 
uh, Wild Turkey 101 and all that. I've never been a big turkey fan anyway. I mean, I'm getting more into the Russells now, but I I, I don't can't tell you the last time I bought something straight off the shelf that wasn't a store pick. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Huh. I I always kind of I love diving into store picks. I really do, but I just as much like having my everyday drinkers around that are just kind of the standards that I can go to. And what would that be? Turkey 101. <laughs> um, Turkey 101's up there. Elijah Craig is up there. Um, it used to be, but it's not anymore. Heaven Hill bottled and bond. RIP. Well, he, he and I are in a, uh, a Costin Shipping group that did a, a blind. It was This was almost two years ago now. Uh, and it was maybe 15, 15 different whiskeys, and it was everything from uh, EHT Barrel Proof to, uh, you know, Elijah Craig 18 to all these different whiskeys. And I will say, even though, I, I mean, I like Wild Turkey 101, but it's not, you know, it's not my favorite. But I will say, I, th- I want to say when we did that in that group, it was like third. And everything below it was four or five times its value. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, as much as I uh, am not a huge I mean, we I love Russells and I like Wild Turkey, but the 101 I'm not you know I'm not a big fan of it. But that 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 has scored high before in groups that we were in for sure. I mean, you got there's something to say for consistency, and if that's a oh, yeah. flavor you like, yeah. For me, it's all store picks because I like that variance. I like I can open up a bottle; it could be complete dog poop or it could be fantastic. I, I'm about to go a little bit nerdy on you. Uh oh. Okay. So the the way that I I'm treat I'm not used to that. I got this guy as my co-host, <laughs> reckless animal. <laughs> so the the way that I treat store picks is the same way that I treat comic book storylines. So say I really like, you know, the normal Batman line, but if they put out like an alternate universe line like, mm-hmm. like series for a couple of months, I'm really going to enjoy that, but I also want to have something that I can go back to and kind of gravitate towards, you know, it's, it's just like my home. It's where I feel safe and I, you know, know it's always going to be there for me, but I also like venturing out and, you know, checking out like the, the Elseworlds lines or, <laughs> you or whatever. To but, at some point. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's just kind of how I view store picks is that they're not like a go-to for me. That's an interesting way of looking at it. I hadn't that, thought it really like is, that before. Actually. I mean, I that, don't, I liked all alternate universes. You do or you yeah, don't? Yeah, I do. I just he all He just all wants to explore. He, all, he just I want no normal. <laughs> He's trying to go as far out as you can possibly go. He's the Rick and the, the Rick and Morty of Bourbon Boys in this case. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> go ahead and throw that he down. Did. <laughs> he, he did go nerdy on us. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, what would you guys think about this uh, Bell Mead? I like it. I do mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, MGP. MGP. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He, he and I are uh, MGP nerds, him even more than me, which is hard to believe, but... Uh, it, it has the, all those classic notes. So, yeah, I, especially for a reserve, I do like it. Absolutely. It's definitely very sweet. Yeah. Uh, which is right up my alley. I mean, that would be something I would buy. Uh, I don't like earthy stuff at all. So, yeah, that's definitely very opposite of anything <laughs> I would. Neither do I. Neither do I. I actually it's kind like, of enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, I like scotch, too, then. Not particularly, no. Earthy, you mean? You enjoy this, you mean? I enjoy this, yeah. the earthiness in this. I, I like the, the, the way that it complements the rest of the flavors. I didn't really uh, get a ton of earthy in it. I thought it was f- fruity. Yeah. I I get a little bit of the earthiness on the finish more than anything. That's, yeah, I could get that. And that's kind of where the oak yeah. comes through for me. And I think that it's woody. 
Yeah. He's right. He's, it's, it's more woody than earthy, but yeah, I get what he's saying. Yeah, and it, it, it pairs really well with the rest of the, the flavor profile on there. This is a great bottle for $60. Yeah. Is that what it is? $60? Yeah, yeah I I'd buy that for $60. I would actually bucks. say that, that, yeah, that's a drinker right there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I that, that's the coolest thing about all this whiskey shit is, you know, this, that, and the third. But, you know, finding find a drink, a really good drinker for $50, $40, $60, that's, that's the real win. You know? That's, yeah, that's, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and those are becoming kind of few and far between. Yeah, un- unfortunately. And, and even at lower price points, too. I mean, again... Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond is gone. Yeah. Now. And I mean that was the perfect everyday uh um drinker. Not drink I, I was I was gonna put another word in between those two, but yeah, it was the value drinker. Okay. You know. Um so that's your value go to? And it's long gone now. Yeah, that's the thing, is that it was, but it's not so much anymore. Oh. Turkey 101 has really I guess taken I shouldn't it. ask these questions because that's probably what I'll be asking on this part. <laughs> <B>. <laughs> Easy. Easy. I'm taking all my questions away. In the it's first all part. good. It's all good. We'll get to it eventually, <laughs> too. But, yeah, I'm a big fan of this one. I mean, yeah. like I said, I, I think that it's definitely on my short list for, for best of 2018. Pro- probably uh, best whiskey we've tried so far. Yeah. That's been in the, uh, well, it's our, our range. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, <laughs> Some kind of segment to, uh, to, to <laughs> some kind of some. segment for you to talk about your brandy butt. Uh, we'll talk about the brandy butt at the end of the show. How about that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, speaking of OKI, totally loves butt. Speaking of OKI, how about the uh, new riff single barrel? Nice. Yeah, yeah. This Is it was a store pick or just straight single. No, barrel? just straight single barrel. Uh, one thirteen proof barrel number fourteen six zero nine. Total of two hundred and one bottles out of this. Ooh, out nice. of this barrel. Let's get into it. Somebody didn't snatch the extra one bottle. That extra <laughs> one. You think Jay or uh, somebody else would have done that? Yeah, we've selected some um, several barrels there, so it's been a really good experience for us at at New Riff and uh, picking OKI barrels and and New Riff barrels. Uh, I, I will say that mm. other than the uniqueness of Bourbon Thirty and the camaraderie of Wild Turkey, but the uh, family feel of New Riff is is really special. When you go there, they they, I met all those people one time. Came back six months later, and they all remember me. I mean, nice. that, that's crazy. I mean, I've met Jimmy Russell fucking five times. He doesn't remember me. Well, but, but he probably doesn't remember how he got well, to work I'm that just, day. I'm just saying, he's know, riding around Wild Turkey on a scooter, right. and he shouldn't remember me. But I'm just telling you, you know when you. Uh, New Riff is super special. They, that that company will one hundred percent be successful. I like that cork. And did you see that it was a little yeah, bit it's different? Yeah, it was black. Yeah, it was a black, and it had uh, it was sort of like cork texture. Mm-hmm. It wasn't black plastic. It's a yeah. total synthetic kind of weird. No, it but definitely, it still it, definitely it still is, has the cork texturing oh, to the yeah, cork, sure. but it's not like a plastic it, stopper. It plug it plugs it really good. <laughs> That's what he's trying to say, guys. <laughs> super tight plug. Oh God. This episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast brought to you by yeah. Tight Plugs. Oops. 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 No, it's actually brought to you by the Restillery. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite nose on, on anything we've had so far really? tonight. I'll say that much. That's fantastic. Just I, think the, I, would, I think I would go with the uh, Bell Mead yeah, nose Bell so Mead, far. Yeah. Really, that, that was this does have a good nose, though. I mean... New riffs, new stuff they're putting out is just it's solid. I, I just am so drawn to that oak bomb yeah. that's on the nose. I think it's so I it, it's really kind of different 
yeah, in terms of some of the elkier ones. For some reason, I don't know what it is quite that, you know, is m- making me feel like it's separate from, you know, other overly oaky products, but, you know. Wow. I thought that Bell Mead had a nice oaky finish to it. That's damn good. I mean, I mean, it started off, I wasn't that into it, and then it just hit me with, like, a sweet, tarty... Yep, no, it's super so funny sweet, that you yeah. said that because I got that as soon as you said it. Nice. It just it hits you. The finish is kind of <laughs> the finish is oh, muted, but that sweet tart just hits you. It's uh huh. Yeah, Did we tried a Buffalo Trace pick like that earlier. Did you? It was unbelievable. I I, I mean I have never in my life. Please don't like, please don't publicize your own. No, I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to mention. It. I'm just going to talk about a. a BT. Stroke my own ego. No, quick. not at all. I'm just going to talk about a BT pick that we had. I'm not going to say any names. But it. Foolish Buffalo. Literally, it's got a cool sticker. No, stop it. Why are you, you're the one who's saying it. I have never smelled a BT pick in my life that was an apple Jolly Rancher, and then we tried it. It was just like a complete fruit bomb. Like, when do you ever get that with a Buffalo Trace pick? Like, it was it was. Compl- I've so, so, picks like that. So speaking of picks, too, we you guys have alluded to it, but you haven't actually said when you're doing picks, who are you picking for? Uh, well, I, I love how he points to me. <laughs> uh, we, have, we have several groups. We have several groups. We have. Well, he means who are you when you're doing a pick? Are you picking for yourself or are you picking no. for the match? For, for no, I'm, no, oh, I mean, mean what group-wise. Group well, to answer both oh questions. Lord. Yeah. Uh, to answer both questions, I think no, we both, have time for that. both Chad and I picked our own palettes. I can speak for him enough to say that. He, he's smart enough to know that it, it, if we're doing a pick for a certain store who may be selling to college kids or something like that, then, yeah, we might pick a little differently. But predominantly – I've never picked for one that sells well, to college kids. Well, that's kids. what I'm saying. <laughs> Pre- predominantly, we pick for our own palette. So – Easily, that's the answer. Well, he was asking actually what groups we pick for, but and he, I thought he was asking who we pick for. Like, I pick for depending on who I'm picking for. If I'm picking for my group, I pick for me, or for what I think is going to be the most unique. If I'm picking for a store, I pick for what I think is going to sell best. And as far as who we pick for, I picked, I picked for Mythical is my group. So I picked quite. I picked a few for us. I picked a lot for Ed at Cork and Bottle, or with Ed at Cork and Bottle, not for. Because <laughs> you never, nobody's ever going to override what right, Ed yeah, wants. That's, yeah, Ed's, yeah. that's he's, Ed's, he's Ed's job. Yeah, he's the top dog. I was well, just, was. I was the, uh, I was the second man on the totem pole for a lot of picks. And uh, Bluegrass BB and T, we've done a couple for them. Several. Uh, did one for Single Barrel Project back when we still had smooth ambler picks. Uh, Big Blue Liquor. Big Blue Liquor. Yep. Well, that was when we did the eight pick. We did Ble- yeah. Big Blue Liquor, the Cleveland Bourbon Cleveland Society, Bourbon Bur- yep. Society uh, which is fantastic. <laughs> Fat Unicorn or whatever he, whatever Steve Hawk called oh, it. Yeah. What, what, whatever he came up with. Hefty <laughs> Unicorn, but it was a rhinoceros. <laughs> I remember seeing that one yeah. around. That was that was funny. And yeah. we did four corking bottles that day. Well, it was the big. We did eight bo- uh, barrels that day at Smooth Ambler. My Shoot. goodness. Oh, the mo- you can't Good imagine. night. <laughs> we tasted, we <laughs> all, tasted all the, 30 all barrels. All those barrels go for three or four times more than what they were. Oh, well, you can't find a Cleveland uh, Barrel Society, Bourbon I Society. <laughs> I got one, too, but I ain't. I got one open still, I think. I don't know if I've finished that one yet or not. It's the, it, it's in that sweet spot, too. I think it's like 119 proof, 120, 20, 21. It's right in that range, too. Where it's like real sweet. This is 20 proof. Oh, I mean, <laughs> how can you argue with that? No, you can't. 
You can't. Anyway, sorry. I was just curious about that. Figured yeah, we did ramble. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this new riff, though. Yes. I run my own podcast, so I tend to ramble a lot. <laughs> Especially when you put a mic in front of me. Because I got this guy and his short answers ass. Oops, oops, a daisy. <laughs> All right, so we, we've kind of had enough time with each of the things that we've tried tonight. What, what's been the best so far? Or the best period out of, out of all of these. Are we going to rank them or, or best period? Nah, just, just best period. I don't think we need to have <sighs> losers in this situation. Well, there's definitely a loser, but we don't need to say it, I guess. I would I would say the Bell Mead was my favorite. Yeah. And New Riff would probably be pretty close second for different reasons. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I, I have to mimic it. I yeah. really do have to mimic it. I kind of finish on that is a lot earthier than I remember. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to do because I've I've recently gotten into just like homemade blends. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do just kind of a one to one blend of the Bell Mead and the New Riff single barrel because I think that the sweetness from the the New Riff would complement a lot of the not astringent but the kind of you know more earthy flavors that I I found in the in the Bell Mead. Interesting. But, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, uh, typically, new riff goes with that uh, that high rider. So, hmm. don't throw, don't throw is that dad's uh, dad's drinking bourbon that always does the uh, the blends? Whenever they do a blind, he wants to do a blend. No, that's uh, that's the podcast. Oh, the podcast. Yeah, those are the two that I listen to the most. Yeah, and yours, obviously. Well, thanks. Yeah, about the same, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't listened to Bourbon Pursuit and. Two years. Oh, they just did a great episode with the Russell family. Yeah. That came out last week. I think week. I did listen to that one. Awesome. I really enjoyed it. But it was so funny because Bourbon Pursuit did that episode with them. And that same week, Dad's Drinking Bourbon had their Bruce Russell episode yeah. come That's out. That's a good episode. And I was like, Bruce is cool, dude. Bruce was good. Yeah, yeah. he's great. He's great. He's a funny dude. He's a lot of fun. So that kind of about does it for what I have for the show. Um, guys, thanks so much for, for being on. I remember part two of this is going to be up on the Bourbon Boys feed. And if people want to find you all on social media, where can they do that? Uh, Bourbon Boys. Facebook. There's BBB. I can't remember the rest on Twitter, but I don't do a whole lot on Twitter. So <laughs> you can, you can if you pay attention to that, it's probably mostly me talking to Matt Jones about basketball or football. <laughs> you, you can just click on your iTunes yeah. and, and type in well, Bourbon Boys. Well, we're on Stitcher and... SoundCloud and all that jazz. It's there. It's there. Google Play. Nice. Awesome. Well, again, appreciate y'all being on the show. I'll be over on their on their feed here very soon. If you want to follow us on social media, it's at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also send us an email. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Bourbonshop.threadless.com is where you can find all of our apparel and merch. And then Please become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. That really helps us continue on, keeps us rolling. Guys, one more time, thank you all for hanging out with me tonight. See you all over on the Bourbon Boys feed. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is my Bourbon Podcast.